0: Inflation, inflation, infligity, inflation. This is the dirtiest, most prevalent word in society right now. Everybody under the sun, your coworkers, your grandma is talking about inflation. Why are the goddamn zucchinis so expensive? Why is the rotisserie chicken not two for 16 bucks (laughs) It's crazy, man. It might be temporary, but in general, there is a ton of price inflation and, you know, it's like kind of crappy and there's a ton of supply chain issues and there's a lot of noise. So, you know, that kind of sucks. Is it going to be like this forever? Absolutely not. But in the meantime, and what I always like to tell you guys is, hey, there's a massive... You know inflation thing going on here If you've got your money in a checking account Like what are you doing right You need to be having your money in a high interest savings account And one of the best ones that are out there Is with Neo Financial I'm a really big fan of their savings account very competitive interest rate they also have the neo mastercard which is you know guys i am telling you like half of you guys i've at least looked into it i'm no joke well half of you canadians and and a lot of you are really enjoying it and so hey guys go check it out if you're in the market for a new credit card if you're in the market for a new high interest savings account i think these are fantastic products so go check that out uh, and make sure you use my link because your boy you know we gotta we gotta pay the bills yo what is going on baby nathan kennedy the new money podcast episode 120 who knows what didn't check before this but it's all good how y'all doing man thank you so much for tuning in as usual my friends ask me any questions y'all got on instagram as well as if you're listening on apple podcast please leave a review it really does help the show grow and get out there this new algorithm well it's not even new at this point I've been talking about it for months. So with the Apple podcast algorithm, it definitely favors the reviews. So I would really appreciate uh, if you left them. Thank you so much for tuning in. What are we going to talk about today? You saw the very clickbaity title, as I'm sure I put, about the stock market crashing. And I'm going to tell you why it's going to crash. No, I'm just kidding. That's not what's going to happen. But I could tell you why it might crash and how it could definitely crash tomorrow. We're going to talk about all the things that are happening right now and how crazy it is. And maybe you'll walk away with something. But hopefully my goal is for you to do absolutely nothing at all. That's the opposite of uh, what it usually is, you know, an actionable sort of thing. And I'm going to explain that. So let's just dive on into it, baby. So a question I've been getting a lot recently is, "Hey, how do I prepare for the crash?" You know, it's a foregone conclusion that the stock market's going to crash, right? How do I prepare for the stock market crash? Uh, you know, what are some things to be thinking about? What are some signs? How can I equip myself? Like, what should I do? And it's a topic that every personal finance person has talked about. You know, essentially, the general wisdom is to, you know, hey, buy and hold. If things go on sale and you have some extra cash, buy in. Just hold weather the storm don't worry about the crashes you can't prepare you can't whatever right that's still true and it always will be true but i wanted to talk about some things that have been kind of happening uh that have been really interesting to me that i've been seeing so obviously everybody and as you know you guys heard in the start inflation is the hottest topic under the sun right now prices are high your guys wallets are getting hit and you know there's a lot of companies that uh, you know, raise their prices. Maybe you could argue that they don't need to. Maybe they're seizing on the moment. Maybe their supply chain isn't that compromised. Whatever it is, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's going on. For me, I was thinking initially this whole inflation thing was primarily driven by supply chain issues, and it so happened that that was the, that was the main cause. And I think that's what the the Fed would say too. But I think there's a lot more uh, at play here. And you know, again, we talked about it last episode earlier. This episode in the beginning. Uh, with how crazy it's gotten. You know, when inflation gets kind of out of control and there's, you know, they might rise interest rates and usually when, I mean, this isn't one for one, but if interest rates rise over the next little bit te- typically asset prices will sort of chill out a little bit or there could be uh, you know there could be a correction it doesn't necessarily cause it it's just money will flow more into different assets maybe out of outside of something as aggressive as as equity you know there's so much money in the stock market right now because of you know there's a there's a myriad of reasons right people uh, can't really get yield elsewhere you need to go get some uh, returns in the stock market because bonds aren't doing it for you or other asset classes aren't doing it for you. It's hard to hold cash right now because inflation, right? Like it's kind of this rigmarole economic fuck stick, whatever the fuck, right? And so I think that mixed with the fact of this new Omicron virus that is just causing a lot of uncertainty, really the stock market is in the short term, like very reactive and it's very, how do you say, very sensitive, incredibly sensitive. It's like, imagine the most sensitive person that you know, or the most butthurt person that you know. And the, the market will be that person and it'll sort of price in this uncertainty. And so when investors, institutions, things like that see things like travel bans and th- see things like work from home, I think I saw today that the UK is like moving towards work from home stuff. So they're gonna kind of shut some stuff down. I think the world is more equipped to deal with a new variant or a new whatever like we kind of just know what's good with this whole pandemic stuff but that doesn't mean that the stock market isn't gonna fucking flip shit and you kind of saw that a little bit it wasn't drastic but it kind of there was a pullback a little bit i remember on the friday i don't know if it was last friday or friday before that on just just uncertainty just being like okay is this are we looking at another global meltdown situation what is this going to do supply chains let me make some moves i mean it's just incredibly sensitive to uncertainty and when you see that there's a new variant out and you know it 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 spiked the cases in south africa that's gonna do that there's there's some talk around china there's a lot of stuff going on with china right now you know i think there's a lot of delisting uh, sort of stuff going on i mean i whenever people talk about alibaba i mean alibaba from what i understand i mean i'm gonna let's look it up right now as i'm recording i'm gonna look up alibaba To kind of see what their price, because I think they got clobbered. Let me look Alibaba stock. Let's look it up. Yeah, like Alibaba guys is one of it's a massive company. It's worth I think it's over three hundred billion. They're down 40% in the past six months. You know, a couple months ago, Jack Ma, uh, the founder, the guy just fucking disappeared. Like, he just up and left, right? Let Let me look up that article now. I remember he just disappeared and then he reappeared and it was like the weirdest shit. And I'm like, yeah, this is like kind of what you get with Chinese companies is that China, at the end of the day, if they don't like something, if Jack Ma says something or speaks out... Hey, they're gonna they're gonna do whatever they want. That's just kind of how it is, you know. I also saw that there's a diplomatic boycott of uh, of of the Beijing Olympics, uh, Winter Olympics, 2022, you know, in sort of protest to the the sort of human rights issues with the uh, the Muslim group, and I think it's Northern China. Forgive me if I'm uh, messing that up, as well as just some other Hong Kong issues, and China really is was poised to take over the United States over the next few years as a superpower of the world. And I think that took a drastic turn uh, in the other direction once coronavirus hit. And sort of since then, I think there's been a lot of issues as, you know, with China on the world stage. And, you know, now the U.S. sort of stepping in and saying, hey, you know, these you know Chinese companies that aren't complying with maybe SEC standards, hey, we're going to kick you off the exchange or whatever. It, it just feels like China's taking a couple steps back in terms of uh, being sort of a global superpower and, uh, you know, these, these you know, potential uh, stocks being delisted. And I think you could argue that a lot of these issues might have felt like led into Uh, you know, the potential of a lot of US listed Chinese stocks that are listed on the US exchange, potentially getting delisted and put on the Hong Kong exchange. That's up for debate. Again, I haven't looked too, too deeply into that. But from what I understand, that's the high level of it that causes uncertainty, that causes uncertainty for investors. And so I typically with my international stocks, I do have some Chinese exposure. But I think to, you know, you look at Alibaba, such a strong stock to be down that much. I mean, that's just, basically based off fear of uh the the chinese regime and and everything that's kind of going around that and the uncertainty that's there and so are we poised for a correction i'm sort of just kind of listing off some different things yeah absolutely but we're always poised for a correction or also we're also equally not i think you never know what's going to happen is what i'm trying to say It, it could be you know months before something happens it could be years before something happens or it could happen tomorrow all this uncertainty could come to a crashing halt i mean you know all kinds of different markets the crypto market if you guys are in crypto or anything like that it's just been getting clobbered Uh, but it's like it bounces right back that's just what you get and so you need to understand and have a stomach for the volatility and i think crypto you know to its credit if you have dabbled in that, you do understand volatility. You do understand, you know, what it is to buy and hold and hodl, right? I think with anything, you you just never really know. So you kind of just need to diversify, hold, buy more of what you're already buying and, and just continue to do your thing. Uh, that's all you can really do. I think, hey, listen, I, you know, I remember a couple of months ago, I've invested, I think earlier this year, I think in the spring. I, I put a couple dollars into the Arc Innovation Fund, right? A lot of uh, punchy tech firms uh, mixed it, like Square and I think um, Roku and a, a couple other firms are in that ETF. Um, but Tesla's really the biggest holding, around 10% of that. That was the, the hottest firm. A lot of those, uh, you know, I, th- I believe it had some uh, hot 2020 stocks in it as well. I put a little bit of money in that. Those stocks wh- are just getting fucking crushed. I mean, you you know, Zoom and Peloton and, uh, you know, even Square. I mean, if we look up Square right now, I'm pretty sure it's not doing that well. You know, with Jack Dorsey stepping away uh, from Twitter, focusing on Block, I mean, you know, or Square or whatever the hell you want to call it. Maybe that'll turn it around. But I mean, year to date, Square, hey, like 12% down, Tesla and then really went on a run and has been doing pretty decent since. So things are okay in Tesla Land, but a lot of those other punchy stocks kind of getting killed. You know, but but the market wasn't really affected by that all that much. I mean, I think we're we're two or three percent off the highs, so not a huge deal with respect to those smaller companies. It doesn't really fucking matter because if you think about it, the biggest thing that moves the markets. First of all, our institutions, but really it's the mega cap stocks, the massive stocks, the apples and the Facebooks and the, you know, the alphabets of the world. Those are what moves markets, right? So if, if they, you know, have a bad quarter or something like that and investors flee or whatever, that's going to fuck them, shake shit up. Tesla is, has the market cap now to really shake shit up right there. I, I believe they're over a trillion now. I mean, it's, it's, there's, there's a lot of things at play here, but realistically everything, Every minute of this podcast that I'm describing is just noise, guys. I mean, we talk about investing for the long term. Index funds, you know, S&P 500, VFE, VUN, you know, for Canada, VOO, VTI for the United States, SPY, you know, the Qs. All these sort of broad, diversified ETFs that are easily accessible. I think those are fantastic options. Just keep fucking buying that shit. And when shit goes on sale, keep buying it up and buy more and more and more what are my thoughts on this what investment move am i making i'm currently actually not investing anything into into the stock market not because i'm you know trying to have some sort of high level strategy i am really focused in My business and this content creation, and I've got a lot of plans for 2022. You know, different ventures that I'm sort of gaming out, trying to think about, and which I will be telling you guys uh, in in a podcast very soon. But I'm basically just stacking cash and trying my best to uh, you know fund my business and get my business to where I think it needs to be. And so I've got. I think 40 grand in in the stock market. And I'm just, it's just been growing. It's been doing its thing. And then I'm just focused on my business right now, you know, putting every dollar back in, you know, obviously paying for my expenses and shit like that. But it's, if I were to be, I'd be buying fucking VFV or VO in the United States. I mean, I'm just, I'm just continuing to do what I do. No matter all this noise, you know, China delisting, Omicron doesn't fucking matter. You stay the fucking course. And I think it's just, For me, it's more so an enjoyment. I kind of like keeping up with the market because it's just enjoyable. It's just fun. It's kind of like whatever. But I think there's a difference between that and actioning on it, right? So I'm not trying to action on any of it. Even if I was, you know, sort of in a investing sort of state, I wouldn't be, you know, so much so focused on on noise. It'd be like, oh, you know, I heard this and that. Like it's it just ebbs and flows. I mean, values in, values out, growths in, growth's out. Like Whatever. All of it is just that. And so I think, you know, keep an eye on on the market. It's fun. It's enjoyable. And if, you know, if you do have individual stocks or different plays, I think obviously keeping up with the the news is, is just very interesting. And if you want to enjoy it. But for the majority of us who are just investing to grow our wealth, fucking don't worry about the headlines. A crash could happen tomorrow. That's just a buying opportunity, assuming that you have good equities underlying and things like that and you know just just stay for the ride it's because it's going to be a wild one and fuck you should root for a crash because it's just like a nice black friday sale i mean you know on black friday it quite literally was a sale so i hope you guys got some stocks but that's my sort of spiel around it again if you have any folks around you that are saying what about stock crash whatever just say hey man it's part of the game we're going to keep doing what we do and you know we'll see how it is we'll see you on the other side So there you have it, my friends. That was sort of my take on this whole stock market fear, Omicron, all this. I don't even know if I'm saying it right, Omicron or whatever the fuck. That was my sort of take on it. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I hope you feel a little bit more confident to just keep doing what you're doing and you feel like you kind of know. I'm like, all right, yeah, there's some shit going on, but whatever. It's all good. I hope you are good and I hope you are well. So thank you for tuning in. As usual, hey, go check out Neo their savings account, hedge against that inflation, baby. Uh, go check out their Neo card, which is some that some of you guys have really enjoyed. Uh, go check that out. Would really appreciate it. it does uh, support the show, uh, and yeah, they're a great partner. They're really taking care of your boy. So hey, why don't you take care of yourself, take care of me, take care of all of us and go check it out i really appreciate it guys thank you so so much for tuning in i appreciate y'all boy i love y'all but for now i'm out this mother peace